This program is brought to you by the University of Southern Queensland. What's up, everyone? My name is Russell, and what time is it? It is Hero Time, in which I'll be bringing you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your hearing pleasure. Coming up this week, Chris Hemsworth confirms Furiosa begin filming. The Resident Evil 4 remake confirmed its launch date. Rachel Ziegler cast in the Hunger Games prequel film. And new details on the new Star Wars animated series, Tales of the Jedi. But first up in our top story, coming from the folks of IGN, Chris Hemsworth announced last week via Twitter that filming has begun for Furiosa. Furiosa is a prequel to the hit post-apocalyptic film Mad Max Fury Road and will follow Imperator Furiosa, a role originated by Charlie's Theron, but played by Anya Taylor-Joy this time around. Theron has expressed her excitement for the film, but shared she was heartbroken to not be asked back. Last year, she told The Hollywood Reporter, I really love this character, and I'm so grateful that I had a small part in creating her. She will forever be someone I think of and reflect on fondly. Anya Taylor-Joy from The New Mutants will be taking over the role in this origin story. Director George Miller said Taylor-Joy's performance in Last Night in Soho helped secure her spot on the role as the young Furiosa, and that her audition included performing the iconic I'm Mad as Hell speech from Sidney Lumet's 1976 film Network. Hemsworth will step into the villain role opposite Taylor Joy. This is much different from the usual charming action hero types he typically portrays. Miller initially saw Hemsworth as a courtesy, but quickly fell in love with the idea of him playing the lead baddie. Furiosa was originally meant to be released in 2023, but was delayed to May 23rd the following year. The film's plot is still tightly under wraps. Despite that, Miller has teased that the film's structure will be quite different from Mad Max Fury Road. Up next, reports from IGN confirmed that Capcom has officially announced the long-rumored remake of Resident Evil 4 via Sony's State of Play last week. The Resident Evil 4 remake will also be coming to Xbox and PC via Steam. What's more, we got a pretty solid look at the remake via a detailed cinematic trailer captured on the PS5 and a release date of March 24th, 2023. We also learned that there is PSVR 2 content in development, though no further details on that component were shared. And per Capcom, we'll get to enjoy the remake on Xbox Series S and X and PC as well. According to a PlayStation blog post shared following the event, Resident Evil 4 will be a reimagining of the 2005 game storyline, with an aim to 
achieve state-of-the-art quality for a survival horror suitable for 2023 while preserving the essence of the original game. It looks like there may be changes to the original controls in addition to graphical updates. Suggestion of a Resident Evil 4 remake came as part of a Capcom leak in late 2020. A data breach reportedly discovered references to a Resident Evil 4 remake among other future Capcom projects. The later reports from the rumor mill suggest that the project was subject to a partial reboot within Capcom due to internal disagreements over its direction. As mentioned before, the long-awaited Resident Evil 4 remake will arrive on next-gen consoles and PC on the 24th of March next year. Up next, IGN reports that Lionsgate is set to cast Rachel Ziegler in the Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Ziegler is best known for playing Maria in Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Ziegler will play Lucy Gray Baird, one of the main characters in a prequel which details the rise of the villainous Coriolanus Snow before he became president of Pan Am. Bayard figures quite heavily in the book and is pivotal to how Snow became the brutal dictator he eventually becomes. Lionsgate president Nathan Kahane said in a statement, when you read Suzanne's book, Lucy Gray's emotional intelligence, physical agility, and fiercely powerful, determined singing voice shine through. Rachel embodies all of those skills. She is the perfect choice for our Lucy Gray. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes takes place about 10 years after the war that created the Pan Am of the Hunger Games lore. The official logline for the movie is as follows. Years before he would become the tyrannical president of Pan Am, 18-year-old Coriolanus Snow is the last hope for his fading lineage, a once proud family that has fallen from grace in a post-war capital. With the 10th annual Hunger Games fast approaching, the young Snow is alarmed when he is assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Baird, the girl tribute from the impoverished District 12. But after Lucy Gray commands all of Panem's attention by defiantly singing during the reaping ceremony, Snow thinks he might be able to turn the odds in their favor. Uniting their instincts for showmanship and newfound political savvy, Snow and Lucy's race against time to survive will ultimately reveal who is the songbird and who is a snake. As this is only the 10th Hunger Games, there are notable differences between that and the Hunger Games we see with Katniss Everdeen. For one, the earlier games aren't nearly as glamorous as later games due to the relative newness 
of the brutal sport. Some aspects of the games hadn't yet been developed or implemented. As such, this new movie will likely have a different tone than the previous Hunger Games films. Earlier this month, Lionsgate cast Tom Blythe as Coriolanus Snow himself. Blythe was known for playing the lead character in the Billy the Kid series. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes will be released on the 16th of November next year and be directed by previous Hunger Games director Francis Lawrence. Series creator Suzanne Collins will also return as executive producer along with Tim Palin. The final reports of the day, reports coming from, you guessed it, IGN, states that Star Wars Tales of the Jedi is an upcoming anthology of original animated shorts headed to Disney Plus this spring that will not only tell stories of Ahsoka and Count Dooku at different parts of their lives, but it will also see Liam Neeson return to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. Spoilers for the subsequent Star Wars shows, such as The Clone Wars, Tales of the Jedi was officially revealed at Star Wars Celebration last week and will consist of six episodes, with three focusing on Ahsoka Tano and the other three focusing on Count Dooku. Ahsoka's episodes will be spread across her life and will give glimpses of her childhood days, her time spent with Anakin Skywalker in the Clone Wars era and facing an Inquisitor after Order 66. Count Dooku's episodes will have a similar format and will focus on a different part of his life as a Jedi before he turned to the dark side. Liam Neeson will appear in Count Dooku's stories and the episodes will even feature a younger Qui-Gon Jinn that was voiced by Liam Neeson's son, Michael. As noted by IGN alum and fandom managing editor Eric Goldman shared that one of Ahsoka's episodes, Life and Death, was shown at the panel and showed Ahsoka's very early life with her parents. It ran about 15 minutes and Star Wars Battlefront 2's Janina Gavanka will play her mother. Tales of the Jedi was a Dark Horse comic series that explored the ancient history of the Jedi Order and their war with the Sith. The original was set 4,000 years before the era of the movies, so this series looks to stray from that but still explore the past of the Jedi. This Tales of the Jedi news was just one of the many reveals at Star Wars Celebration last week and joins the release date and first trailer of Star Wars Andor, the announcement of Star Wars Skeleton Crew with Jude Law, the official teaser of Willow, the first image from Indiana Jones 5, and the confirmation that the third season of The Mandalorian and the premiere of Ahsoka will arrive in 2023. And that's all the time for Hero Time this week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's edition of Hero Time. 
Join me again next week where I keep you up to date on all the latest in pop culture news for your absolute hearing pleasure. And don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Phoenix Hero Time for all the pop culture news I post. And if you want to catch up on this week's episode of Hero Time, listen to it again on Phoenix Radio Podcast. Thanks again for listening. My name is Russell, and for all the music and programs you love, keep it right to Phoenix Radio online on phoenixradio.com.au and on the TuneIn Radio app. Catch you then. Bye-bye.